He's so, so happy. on cloud nine. <laughs> You're on what? Oh. Cloud nine. He's so happy. <laughs> I have waited seven years for this. Yes, seven years. Seriously. It's just, it's, it's an amazing feeling to be able to do that. Hi, I'm Helen Pitlick, and this is Bloodworks 101, the Anthem Award-winning podcast that inspires you to give time, money, or blood. There is just something so personal about donating blood. It's an act that comes from the heart, in the most literal sense. The purpose of the heart as an organ is to pump blood throughout the body, so yes, every donated unit goes through the heart. And in the figurative sense, each donation has special significance, whether it's saving lives or working towards a personal goal. Donor Ed Schultz recently reached a big goal. I sat down with Ed and his wife Ellie in the canteen of our Central Seattle Donor Center after he made his 100th donation. As a software engineer, Ed's daily life depends on logic and consistency, and those traits have benefited local patients. For years, Ed donated every 56 days like clockwork because it was the right thing to do. Until he couldn't. As you'll hear from Ed, this milestone donation was seven years and several thousand miles in the making. So, again, my name is Ed Schultz. Uh, right now I work for Zillow. I used to work for Microsoft. That's how I started with uh, Puget Sound Blood Center and this blood organization. Then after that, I spent five years with a separate company. So most of my blood donations happen to be with this company. Um, and I fell in love with the tree of life. After all this stuff, I had to go back to Chicago because my parents were getting old. You know, how to take care of them. And I think my dad passed away three years ago and my mom two years ago. But yeah. It's just waiting for my 100th. Why did you start donating blood in the first place? Interesting. Uh, when I went to college, I joined an organization. I was looking for something to join, and I joined the blood organization, which was dealing with basically helping out at blood donation um, start. Anyway, we had a, on Friday, not Friday, sorry, Saturday, we picked up 500 pints close to 500 pints, and on Sunday we picked up close to 400. This was a major production. We had over 100 seats. People would have these screens would pull down. They'd be watching movies, because you obviously can know how long it takes. We had over 20 beds where people would be donating blood. We'd have 12 different stations where they'd be doing all the blood pressure and stuff like that. Numbers lined the entire nine yards, because trying to pull in 500 pints in a day is, and I just fell in love. So after that, I just started donating every opportunity I had. It was literally every single eight weeks as much as I possibly could. I know you faced some setbacks that prevented you from donating blood. Can you tell me about that? Well, yeah, the problem with donating blood is there's a limit. <laughs> you know, it's one thing to do four or five times per year, but it's another to do it six times per year, every year, after year. Your body just... Take, it just takes its toll. So it got down to the point where, you know, I used to be an avid jog, jog. And part of the reason I liked the Northwest, I loved the hiking, I loved racing up hills. I did a lot of 5Ks, practicing for a, a marathon and stuff like that. But then when I got to Chicago, you know, I did three miles, then two miles, then one mile. And then it got down to the point where I couldn't even run 100 yards. And it's not like I couldn't walk or go to the store and stuff like that. I just couldn't run. And it was no energy. 
And so I ended up going to see the doctor, and the doctor basically said, well, here's anemic, here's severely anemic, and here's you went down at the bottom. He kind of looked at me like, how are you still alive? You know, it was really hilarious. Um, so uh, we talked about remedies, and he basically said, you need iron infusion. So he gave me one, and then he said, well, come back in a couple of weeks, we'll give you another one. And then they were actually debating whether they should give me a third one, which, again, is kind of unheard of. But that's how bad I was. Um, and that was seven years ago, and that basically ended my blood donations, and I was stuck. And the tree of life means everything to me, because ever since, you know, like I said, when I was here, that tree was my inspiration. Every single time I'd walk through the door, I would see that tree, and I said, you know, my name's going to be on that tree sometime. And it killed me for seven years. I couldn't do anything. And I always thought, well, maybe I could cheat, maybe I could whatever, and that just, it's irresponsible to do that. So at the end of last year, I actually found out that my blood, uh, my iron levels when I took the test were way too high. So I had no choice, I actually had to donate blood. So in October, I donated my 99th, and then I contacted you guys, and I basically said, please, 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 let me get back on the tree of life. And you guys said, sure, no problem. I'm like, yes. And I had a reason to come out here, because Zillow's got a retreat going on this week, so it just worked out really great. What does donating blood mean to you? It's, it's the right thing to do. I mean, that's the only thing I can say. It's just absolutely the right thing to do. To me, it's, it just got into the habit of every single eight weeks, I would do it. You know, and if it got, I'll give you an example. It was one time I was down in um, uh, Disney World, and I just happened to walk a bloodmobile, passed a bloodmobile, and I just did the math in my head like, oh, wait, I haven't donated blood in a while. So I just walked in, and what the heck? And it just, it just got to be habit because it's just the right thing to do. And I know right now the entire country is critical for blood, and in Chicago is particularly critical for blood. They're, I think they're rationing old negative or old whatever. But yeah, they're, it's just it's horrible, and just everybody should get out there and donate. And so that was the first 98, I have to say. The last two were selfish. I really wanted to get on that tree. So I will admit that, okay? Well, I think personally, when you're saving a life, there's no selfish reason. That is also true. That is true. And Ellie was saying that your children donate. Yes. Can you tell me what it's been like to watch them become blood donors? Oh, man. Proud like you wouldn't believe. I mean, they got started early in yeah, high school because, again, they saw me doing it and they saw how often I did it. Um, but they also get... I forget what it's called, merit badges yeah, merit or badges they oh tassels. That's tassel. what they get. So when they graduate, they actually tassel. get a tassel on their hat. And I think it's like a red color tassel or something of that nature for donating so much blood that they actually do. And I don't know if it was four pints or two pints every year, or I'm not exactly and it, sure what it was. Have to be a lot to get but it had to be a lot in order to be able to, to get a particular tassel. And you know, everyone was like, "Well, how many tassels do you have when you graduate?" And this was one of the ones that people could really, really brag about that they actually could get. And after high school, they just continued that. So you have many reasons to be proud of. Oh, God, yes. Other. And so Ellie was saying that when you lived here, you lived on the east side. So would you usually go to... I always went to Bellevue. Okay. Oh, this is the first time I came here. And I'm kind of glad because this is just a lot more convenient than going out to Bellevue. And besides, when I went to Bellevue, the one they had was actually downtown Bellevue. So it was really easy just to, to walk. And I looked over there, hey, there's a restaurant there. So where did they move to? It's <laughs> like, I just like around the corners, probably not the same thing. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, I just when I walked into the, today, I just saw, saw all the names on the tree and just like, man, that's a lot. When Nicole handed you your relief, can you tell me how that made you feel? Oh my God, Cloud Nine, seriously. I mean, it just, it's, it's an amazing feeling to be able to do that. 42 years. You know, it, it's a long time if you're going to be doing whole bloods. 42 years I've waited for this. So that is just, yeah. And people don't understand that. I mean, if you do four times per year, which I just think is, is a lot, that's still 25 years. And if you do two per year, to be somewhat conservative, you're talking about 50 years. You know, you start when you're 18, you're going to be close to 70. That's just, you know, that's a commitment to be able to get that stuff done. But uh, yeah, the thing for me is, is, I mean, for the past seven years, this has been like a pebble in my shoe. And I wouldn't say it was like every day, but at least two or three times per month, I would just sit there and think about this tree and you know what it would take to actually get on this tree. She'll tell you, it just it was nonstop, just I gotta get there, I gotta get there. And you know, I figured if I'm 80 years old and I can still donate and I'm not quite there blood-wise, I didn't care. I just do my last two pints. <laughs> and by that time, who cares, you know? Irresponsible or not, I'm getting my name on that tree. <laughs> Do you have any messages to other blood donors? No, not really. It's I just think everybody should, anybody who can, should go donate blood. It's 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 just the right thing to do. That's the only thing I can say. It's just the right thing to do. If you have the ability, and everybody does, you should go do it. And if you think about how whole blood is separated into hundred lives, you have saved more than hundred lives. It it really is nice, but I, I don't look at the fact that I've saved three hundred lives. When I do I look at that tree and I see that there's already seventy thousand lives that have been saved because of the names. That's impressive. Cool. 100 donations is also very impressive. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't quite count, okay? I just kind of did the math of how much I thought was up there, okay? You're, but yeah, there's a lot. You're, what you've done today is also incredibly impressive. It's not every day somebody donates their 100 units. Yes. I would say you death. Yeah. I do. Um, I try. You could do platelets, you could get there. Maybe. <laughs> so you, you told me that next on your list you're going to switch over to platelets. Do you have thoughts about that? So long as my iron count is acceptable. I, I think I know what actually changed in my diet to be able to do that. We switched to all iron cooking. So my guess is that had a huge impact on changing because we used to do everything in stainless steel, you know, the high-end West Bend type of stuff, and we all switched to iron. And everybody knows that that leaches into the food, which is a really good thing. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it might look a little weird, but I mean, so and we also cook with tomatoes and stuff like that, which actually brings out the acidity, brings out all the iron, and I really think that that's part of the reason my iron count is so high. But as long as I can keep going, yeah, I will. The only thing is I won't be able to do any of it here, so it's going to be kind of weird for me to come back you know, 10 years from now or however long and say, hey, I've donated 99 someplace else. Can I come up here and put my two <laughs> But I'm going to try. We'll take it. We will. You know what? You're saving lives somewhere. You're donating blood somewhere. We are happy to claim you for absolutely. that. Absolutely. As much as you want. And the good news, you know, with platelets is that you get most of your red cells back. So it's, it's easier on your body. Easier on the body, exactly. Mm -hmm.
anything else that you'd like to add? One interesting story. Uh, out of 100 times, I mean, yeah, most of them were routine. Uh, I'd say at 100 times, there's only three times, which is pretty amazing. Um, but the most exciting time was actually when I was donating blood in Madison, Wisconsin. And the tornado siren went off. And they have a very strict policy when tornado sirens go off. I mean, they had four people which were donating. They pulled everybody. Everybody went down to the basement. The problem with me was I was about three quarters of the way done. So I got like 30 seconds left before I'm finished. And the lady says, I don't want to pull you because you're so close to being finished. But they have strict rules. So the, the phlebotomist actually looked at the director and the director said, go, I don't have to go downstairs, but you do. So she stayed up with me for the final 30 seconds to get my blood to make it official and then just pulled it out, wrapped it up and just flew downstairs in the basement. <laughs> now that was fun. Thank you for listening. And huge thanks to Ed and Ellie for talking with me. We love celebrating milestone donations like Ed's, but every donation is truly worth celebrating for its recipient. Bloodworks Tree of Life celebrates donors like Ed who have reached giving milestones. When we first planted the Trees of Life in our donor centers, we never imagined the great community response or the number of leaves that they would grow. So much so that the original trees have outgrown many of our spaces. We recently launched a new species of tree in our Renton Donor Center, which will be refreshed quarterly to recognize the latest donations to local patients from our community blood donors. We'll see you next time on Bloodworks 101.